Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We made a return trip to Orlando, Florida to speak with my new friend, DeShayla Strawn. DeShayla is a former journalist who is now an attorney. However, she hasn't lost her love for the written word. So she writes at shaytownflyingsolo.com about the solo female travel and how you can do it too. DeShayla has lived in Orlando for many years and knows all the good spots. Listeners know all about the theme parks in Orlando, but DeShayla will share some of the many other things to do here, such as catching Broadway shows, attending concerts, and dancing the night away. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Orlando. Let's start the show. This episode is sponsored in part by the Dosh Cashback app. You know how much I love using miles and points when I travel, but using rewards isn't always an option due to blackout dates or when the whole hotel requires just way too many points for our stay. That's why I've been loving Dosh's new hotel booking functionality. Their rates are extremely competitive and there are over 600,000 hotels to choose from around the world. Best of all, you can earn up to 20% cash back per night. That's cold hard cash in your pocket that you can use for anything. With all the travel I do, I've quickly earned a significant amount of money which I'm using to pay down our mortgage and save for our future. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Dosh to download the Dosh Cashback app today and start booking your hotels. Plus, you can get cash back at thousands of merchants that they partner with. Use the promo code TIMMY for a little something extra when you open up your free account. Hey, Deshayla, welcome to the show. Hi, Lee. Thanks for having me. So we became uh, friends a few months ago, and we've been trying to get you on the show, and my schedule's been crazy, your schedule's been crazy, but now we're ready to talk about Orlando. Yes. So what's your connection to Orlando? What, what brought you there? Well, I uh, grew up in Jacksonville Beach, and I just wanted to come to a city that was more vibrant, that had a lot more diversity and a lot of things to do for every age group. So I came to Orlando 13 years ago. It's nice. Yeah, Orlando, like some of the pictures you show me, we're going to include them in the show notes. Orlando is popping. Like, okay, yes, everybody knows Orlando and Disney and the theme parks, but there's like way more things going on in Orlando than, than just those theme parks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to get into that. So like you said, you wanted like to come to Orlando because like it was a little bit more vibrant, a little bit of things going on. You've been there how now like over a decade. What's really kind of kept you here in the city? Oh, just everything. We call it the city beautiful. And they call it that for a reason. There's parks, there's lakes, there's concert shows, comedy shows. There's just a lot of theaters. There's Broadway here now. It's just just perfect to raise children. It's perfect for young adults. It's perfect for business. I say it's a small town and a big city at once. When people think of Orlando, a lot of times all they think of is bringing their young children to to go see Mickey, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But obviously, you're not a small child, and there's like a lot more going on there. So we're going to get into that. But first, let's kind of talk about like, okay, if you're going to describe Orlando in like one or two words, the city or the people, how would you describe them? I would say culturally popping. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some of the pictures you sent me. There's been some a lot of concerts you've gone to, some uh, some plays, things like that. So let's kind of talk about a little bit about the culture going on in Orlando. Well, I just came from uh, Hamilton in February, I believe it was. It seems like it was just yesterday. But um, I've always wanted to see that and could never get a ticket in New York, of course. Mm-hmm. So I waited online all day long when they went on sale at the Dr. Phillips Center and got a ticket in the orchestra section and went to see that and was able to take my mom. So that was amazing to see Broadway right here in our own city. Yeah, that's really cool because like, Obviously, when people think of Broadway, they think of musicals and plays. They think of the the big cities like New York and L.A. But there's a lot going on in other cities also, like like Orlando. 
you sent me pictures of a lot of different things that go on at that at that Dr. Phillips Center. Yes. Uh, the Lion King. Um, we saw Diana Ross in January. She came and did a great show. And what else? Besides Lion King, I think there's another. The uh, Wicked, different things come there all the time to Dr. Phillips Center, to the Bob Carr, to Amway Center. Um, I saw Beyonce, of course, on the on Jay-Z on the, on the run tour here. She's nice. um, <laughs> great. That's one of the things that people need to really kind of understand with Orlando is because it's such a popular tourist nation, obviously, like the, you know, all these different plays and musicals and concerts, they want to go where the people are. And even though the people don't necessarily live in Orlando, they, there's so many people coming to the city. They're going to bring the shows directly to you. Again, Disney is fun. It's fantastic. It's great times. But maybe you can deviate a little bit from like the, the, your vacation while you're there and go see some things that are a little bit more culture beyond just going on Splash for the 50th time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's back up for a second. When people come to the city, there's like the one major airport, right? Yes. Okay. So people are going to come to the airport. MCO is like the, the tag for, for all the airline junkies like me, but it's Orlando International Airport. So they're going to fly into the airport. If they want to come into the city from the airport, should they rent a car? Should they take public transportation? What's the best way to get around? Oh, in Florida, you got to rent a car. We, I mean, we have public transit. Of course, it's just not that great. They probably run every hour, hour and a half. Okay. And if you're from a real city, that's not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or quick enough, I guess. Um, then there's Uber, of course, but things tend to be spread out around here, so it's probably cheaper to rent a car. All right, so we got a so we got a car. Unless you're staying at the Disney resorts and all you're yeah. going to do is Disney, <laughs> you definitely need a car. There's like so many things going on. There's like airboat tours. There's alligator things going on. There's iDrive. There's like you said, the, yes. there's the Dr. Phillips Center. There's so many things going on that you need to get around. But beyond that, if you're trying to think of when to come to Orlando, is there certain times of the year that are better to visit than others? Or like, what's the weather like year round? Oh, it's always great weather, I would say. I mean, we have a, a small winter, but it's sporadic. Probably October, September, if you want to get away from the crowds. But the UK tends to vacation here around that time. And then there's year-round schools okay. that do come down. But I find it better to go. That's when I go to the parks around anywhere from September to January. Of course, there's a busy season during Christmas time, but that's a good time. And it's probably in the 70s around. That's a good time. I mean, it's no rain every day. You know, it rains every yeah. day here in the summer and it's like 100 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> Coming later, it's, it's cooler, but it's still warm and there's not rain. It's just that we have a hurricane season, guys, <laughs> if you haven't heard about that. But Hopefully, we won't have any kind of bad weather. I came there one year during August, and yeah, it was cool because I was out of school. I think I was in college at the time, but the the heat and the humidity kind of kicked me yeah. right in the rear end. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. A couple like a few years ago, when my when my son was three or four years old, right before he started school. We came there in September and it was perfect because it was still warm where you could wear shorts, flip-flops, enjoy everything, but it wasn't too humid at that time. And you can really just enjoy the parks because all the other adults and all the other kids were in school. And so we didn't have to worry about that. Okay. So we figured out we're not going to go like in July or August because that's when it's packed. That's when like the weather is like not optimal. When we're thinking about the city and we're thinking about all the different things to do, are there certain ways like to kind of save some money when we're looking at some of the destinations we want to do, some of the attractions? Oh yeah. This is the tourist capital of the world. So there's ways to do some things. You might have to do some things you don't want to do like a timeshare tour 
or something, I always shop online first. Um, utilize a travel agent sometimes and see if you can get like those vacation packages okay. that would include the hotel and tickets and a and, uh, flight. Most of the parks offer three-day passes, hopper tickets, things like that, where you kind of get more of your money. Yeah, yeah. Or go to the parks later if you're talking about theme parks. Um, go after like four o'clock. Sometimes they offer discounted tickets or free parking or cheaper parking. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm totally guilty of going to the timeshare presentations because, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I figure, you know, what? I'm strong enough to say no. But if mm-hmm. I can get some free tickets for my for my wife and my kids and me to go to the theme parks or I can make a few hundred bucks just for saying no, it's totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that and like yes. one thing that I, I learned at my my former company is there is a company called Working Advantage. And if your company doesn't have this, uh, these benefits, there are no costs to the company. But once your company signs up, is that all the employees can actually sign up to have an account and you can buy tickets at a severe discount compared to like paying retail when you walk up to the gate. Oh, nice. So okay. it, it's totally cool. I'm actually going to get my small little company of one set up. Uh, <laughs> so that way I can get the <laughs> discounts wherever I go. And that's, uh, that's really where it's all about is like getting the discounts, getting the, saving that money and just having a great time and then using that money to be able to have other experiences. Right. Cause there's other right. things to do. Like we talked about, there's other things to do. Like you want to save money on Disney and, and universal and, and Legoland, all the other theme parks that are there in Orlando. But there's like so much more going on than just the theme park inside the city. Like you said, it's one of like the, the major tourist destinations of the world. Yes. So there's some concerts and there's plays and things like that at the Dr. Phillips Center. What are some of the other things to do in, in the town that maybe people want to do when they're visiting? And, you know, when you live here, you, you try to stay away from International Drive because it's oh, just yeah. so crowded. But that's the one spot I go to because I love um, one place in particular called Orlando Improv Comedy Club. So I go there a lot, actually. And you see pretty big names. Um, I saw Arsenio Hall, Bill Bellamy, Tommy Davidson. Several people. There's more. I can't even think of everybody right now. And sometimes, you know, they come out, you can take pictures with them. It's fairly reasonable pricing, okay. usually from 25 up to like $50 a person. And you can eat and drink there. It's a really a good, I think it's a good alternative to the club or um, any other nightlife. And Blue Martini's there as well. Um, it's called BB King's. There is such a good happy hour there. So that's one of my top spots on, on iDrive, Point Orlando. Okay, so I've been I've been to iDrive more, and I know like you have like the big Ferris wheel. It, it's it's a, it's a big yeah. thing. Like it's like the eye. Is that what it's called? They just changed it. It was the Orlando Eye, and now they just changed it. Well, then they changed it to the Icon. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they're, they're trying to they're trying to hit their groove a little bit, yeah. change things <laughs> around. That's all right. I, I haven't heard of Point Orlando. Is that like a subsection of iDrive, or, or what? Is, or is this a completely different area? It's kind of like it's it's near the convention center, just okay. where you kind of park in the garage, and then there's a theater in there. There's you know, shot. It's a mall, I guess, like inside mall, and then several restaurants in in the places I just named in there. So I guess you would call it uh, entertainment venue or slash mall. Okay, like you said, iDrive is like obviously very touristy. Yes. But there's some like really cool things there. A couple of years ago we were there and like we went mini golfing and my, my kids are young. Uh, at the time I think they were like two and six and we went to like the, this mini putt golf that was like a, a pirate themed. Yeah. And they had like the best time there. You know, it took, it took a little while for us to park and we had to walk a little bit, but they, they loved it. There are a lot of like really cool things that are there 
that are really featured towards families that you can save a little bit of money instead of spending, what, 130 bucks now? Is that what it is to get it? It's quite expensive. And sometimes, you know, even if you're there for like a week, maybe you need like that break like, for one or two days where you're not spending five, $600 for your family to get into a, a theme park where you can go spend, you know, a little bit of money and go have fun for a big portion of the day. Oh yeah, pirate. I've been to that one, Pirates um, Adventure Golf, and I went to Disney's. They have one too. I think it's oh, I forgot the name of it. They have a putt putt golf as well over there, and they have a, a dinner show, the Pirates Dinner Show there, Medieval Times. There's so much stuff to do. So when we're thinking of coming to visit Orlando, we're thinking of where we're gonna stay while we're there. Uh, are there certain areas that we should kind of avoid, or are there really areas that we should really focus on for booking our hotel? It just depends what you are here for, I guess. If you're here just for leisure and you want to be, or you're here to go to the parks and that's really it, you're going to stay over there on International Drive or Kissimmee area, which is right outside of Orlando, just a little bit south of here. Okay. It's just going to be jam-packed with hotels and all kinds of restaurants and entertainment. But those are the main places to stay. Uh, otherwise, you would be in the city. Those hotels aren't as nice. So you want to stay near you know, Universal SeaWorld, Disney, um, near International Drive or let's see, Central Florida Parkway, Osceola Parkway, um, 192. Those are the Kissimmee areas. Yeah, like you said, if we're going to go to the parks, uh, some of the hotels are, are really cool where they offer like early entrance to, to like whether it's Disney or Universal. Mm-hmm. You can hit a lot more of the rides. You want to hit as many of those rides as possible during the day. Yeah. And so getting that extra hour before the rest of the crowds come in is really advantageous for you to be able to, to maximize your day for the day. Oh, for sure. So, okay. Kind of figure out where we're going to stay. We, we got our ride. We got our car. Uh, one thing we don't want to miss out on is I know because it's like such a entertainment capital of the world what are some of like the best places to eat well this will be outside of the the main attractions but um i love teak neighborhood grills it's in an area called metro west actually it's not that far from universal area uh, maybe like 10 minutes from there they're now on the food network they have these very unique and weird sandwiches burgers they have a donut burger the buns are donuts <laughs> not good for your figure but i mean it's amazing I was there recently and I had these uh, fish tacos that were great. And then they will bring this secret menu out. You know, sometimes they ask for a password. So you have to follow them on Facebook for that. Okay. You can check all these other unique burgers that they have out on there. Um, they have good beer and things like that too. So probably the most of the best place to eat if you just had one, one place you could go. Okay. So you've been there a few times. So what's your favorite thing on the, on the secret menu? I've been trying to just be healthy, so I haven't been eating off of there recently, <laughs> and I can't remember <laughs> the last thing I had off of there. I do know there, you know, they have just my friend ordered something with the onion rings on it and all kinds of stuff, and the burger is very thick on those burgers. Oh yeah, so yeah. it's amazing. It's like you almost have to like squeeze it with both hands to try to fit it in your mouth. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. You have to cut it almost. <laughs> Nice, nice. One of the things that was kind of cool is that some of the best restaurants from all over the U.S. are actually kind of centered there. Again, because they know that people from all over the world, all over the U.S. are going to be visiting Orlando. They have all these restaurants that are right there. One of the things that I really like is pizza. And they actually have a Giordano's from Chicago. They have a location down there. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that was really good. Uh, it's nice to have that deep dish pizza. Like you said, there's Medieval Times and some of those other type of theme restaurants. So outside of like the touristy type of stuff, where do the locals eat? Like what type of like really cool restaurants that are really good, that have that local flavor, maybe you can't find anywhere else? 
downtown, several places, uh, Gringo's, great for tacos. There's lots of great pizza places. We do have a Uno Chicago Grill as well uh, on um, International Drive for some good deep dish pizza. There's yep, a, a, yep. a few pizza places down on Orange Avenue downtown. Um, I like Gito's. There's a Flippers that's over on Orange Avenue as well. What is what is Flippers? Flippers is pizza as well. See, pizza is my favorite food too. <laughs> so, oh, th- see, that's why we're go- that's why we're friends. <laughs> yeah, I eat a lot of pizza. <laughs> so and tacos. Maybe we're going to divulge into like into pizza a little bit here. When you eat pizza, like what are you really looking for to, when you order a pizza? Are are you like deep dish? Or are you looking more like New York style, where it's more thin, a little bit more traditional type, like Italian? Like what are you really looking for when when pizza? I think I like a thinner crust with. I like my cheese burnt. Okay. I just want a big slice. So nice. that's what I look for. See how burnt the, how burnt it is, how <laughs> the cheese is, and how big it is. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, they, there's a place in L.A. That, uh, that I used to go to when I worked downtown in L.A. Uh, called Big Mamas and Papas. They had these slices that were, you'd walk in and they have a bunch in the menu, just like in New York, like, right? They have a whole bunch of them in the, in the window. And the slices like are off of this 36-inch pizza. Wow. Right? So every slice is 18 inches. And it's probably like 8 to 10 inches wide at the widest point. And like one slice will do you in. You know, like there, there is no second slice, like unless you're like just really gluttonous. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but yeah, it, it was like it was so good. You get out of there for like five, six bucks, and like a slice and a drink, and you're good. Yes. So outside of the city, I you know we only have a couple minutes left. So there's like all the fun things that are all touristy with Disney and like I drive and all the other cool things inside of the city. But when you step out of the city, there's other things going on too, right? You got the Orlando Magic. Yes. I think you have a soccer team and then you have like other things that are like a little bit more exotic. I think there's like some alligator farms and like, you know, the airboat rides. So like, what are some of the things that you like to do that are outside of like the major part of the city? I do like to, I just went to my first magic game. So I'm starting to really like that. I went to my first um, Orlando city soccer game and the sporting atmosphere here in that culture is amazing. It's so much energy. Um, I just, I'm going to probably start going often and just kind of like rooting for my home teams here. Nice. Yeah. I, I just went to mangoes. I know you said outside of, um, I drive, but that is on international drive mangoes. It's kind of like a dinner show Okay. as well, but yeah, the airboat rides, the, you know, hot air balloon rides, all of those things. Those are over near Kissimmee South of here a little bit. We're familiar with Medieval Times and some of the other ones like that. What type of uh, dinner show is Mangoes? Oh, Mangoes is more of a, I guess, it's, I want to say Latina style. Like um, they do a lot of dancing, but then there's also, you know, you hear hits from Motown. They have a section where Michael Jackson comes out, you know, and does his thing. He does a thriller dance and everything comes out into the audience. Um, They bring kids up stage. They can dance. It's great. Just like food. You can order food off of two different type of menus. Okay. They have these huge drinks that are amazing. It's very good for celebrations. The show and dinner is about two hours. And after that, there's a club. Go upstairs to the lounge. You can, you know, dance nice. or whatever, drink. There's a full bar. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> okay. Well, cool. Well, the Shayla, I really appreciate you sharing everything about Orlando. We have all this and more that are going to be in the show notes. Now it's time for the final countdown. So we really want to get your your inside tips on what's going on in the city. So if somebody, when they're visiting Orlando, if they only had time for one meal in a town, where should they go and what should they eat? Oh, I, would, I have to still stress uh, Teak's Neighborhood Grill with that donut burger. 
I don't think you're gonna find anywhere else and that's again over in Metro West area but otherwise for me it would be pizza at Gito's those are really big slices kind of like the ones you were just telling me about and you only need really one slice and it comes with like a big knot of garlic bread (laughs) nice nice all right so you've lived in Orlando for a number of years what's one of your most memorable stories of living there my best friend came to visit me and we went to Universal Orlando she just likes to go to the theme park so we went around there and we got stuck on the roller coaster it's like your worst nightmare what? i know <laughs> <laughs> which ride was it um the mummy oh so, yeah 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 at least it was inside and it's dark so we didn't see like what part of the track we were on or that could be scary yeah super scary <laughs> we're stuck for like 15 minutes but we're okay <laughs> did the ride start running or did they come and like turn on the lights and come get you out of there how did how'd you get out no thank god i don't know i guess it just it's just stuck and then we were sitting there for maybe about 15 minutes and then it just started going Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because like uh, living back in California, every so often like Space Mountain and some of those rides would like would shut down in the middle. And so people would have to like, they'd turn on the entire lights of the entire ride. Oh, gosh. And then you'd have to walk out like down the scaffolding and everything like that. Totally scary. Luckily, I'd never had to worry about that. But yeah, I, I can imagine that would be such a, a almost traumatic experience. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out though. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some happier times. What's one of the, what's like the happiest happy hour in Orlando? Where should you go? Oh, Ember for sure. It's on Church Street downtown, and it's the place to go, especially for professors like right after work. Go over there. It's like inside and outside, and you pay about I think it's ten dollars or so, and you get a wristband. You get unlimited sangria and wine all night, and then they have all these great herbs. It's really good. Wait, you said unlimited? Yes. Oh, I'm get I'm. <laughs> I'm a money loser for them. Like, you can't, <laughs> like if I pay ten dollars, I'm drinking a lot of wine and sangria. Like, I tell you that much. Yes, it's it was when it's Wednesday nights. That's um wine down Wednesday. Okay. And then they have something on Friday night as well. But yeah, that's my favorite happy hour. Yeah, I'm gonna fly in on Wednesday morning, fly out <laughs> Thursday. Not Thursday morning because I'm gonna have a probably have a hangover from all exactly. The wine. So <laughs> Thursday around like noon, one o'clock, I'm gonna fly home. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit that up for yeah. sure. whenever i travel i always like to get some of the local pizza where should we go for the best pepperoni pizza in orlando still say gito's um flippers is a close second i mean i don't know if you want a third choice but uno's but of course that's a a chain national chain but uh yeah my first choice is gito's it's g starts with a g i t t o we're gonna we're gonna hit that up for sure next time we come into orlando yes so just like me i know you travel a lot what's one of your favorite travel tips Oh, internationally, I would say try to learn the local language. See where you can get a local paper when you get there and try to like fit in so you don't seem like a tourist and just kind of, you know, immerse yourself in the culture. Oh, yeah. No, I, I totally agree because as Americans, right, we have that almost like stigma when we travel sometimes. We have like that entitlement a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like anywhere you go, you want to like, you want to fit in, you want to make sure that you're enjoying yourself. And it doesn't hurt you to learn a little bit about the culture, learn a few words. And even if you butcher them, just knowing a few words, kind of showing that you're trying, right. I think really goes a long way with like, with the locals when I, when you're in a foreign country. That is so true. Sometimes they bring out like the tourist menu, right? <laughs> uh, which is a little bit higher price, a little bit like uh, whatever is going on with the menu. But if you, if you're trying and at least like trying to assimilate a little bit and speak a few words, they'll bring you out the locals menu. 
and you'll be able to save a little bit of money. You have some better food that's going to be on there. Uh, some of the guests I've talked to on the podcast, they talk about specifically where they have different ingredients or they have different menu items that they only give to the tourists because like they're trying to fit the, whatever the tourist like diet is. And you're not going to get like the, the awesome local flavor, the awesome, yeah. the awesome like, local food unless you try to blend in a little bit. So Shayla, like, you and I, we've been talking for several months. We've become friends, but the audience doesn't really know who you are and what you do. So can you tell, tell everybody what you do? Oh, yeah. Um, I am a attorney, an attorney for the state of Florida, and I actually have a, a travel blog. Uh, I travel solo, so my blog is Shaytown Flying Solo. Just fairly new, but I like to try to get as much vacation in as possible, and I find that I enjoy it more when I'm alone. <laughs> so those are the, the main things I do. I also have a little six-year-old boy, and you know we have Disney passes, so we're always at the parks and running around Orlando. Nice. Yeah. I mean... I love traveling with my friends and my family, but sometimes like when you travel solo, you don't have to worry about what, what other people like. You don't have to worry about like them waking up or sleeping in or, or whatever. You can just do your own thing. So I, I totally admire you being able to travel solo and just being able to do your own thing. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. I love it. So if people want to connect with you online, whether they're coming into Orlando, they say, hey, Shayla, I want to come in. I want to like hook up with you, learn some more cool things about Orlando and some of the, the cool places that you that you visit. What's the best way for them to connect you on, online? Oh, uh, probably my face page um, is facebook.com slash uh, Shaytown Flying Solo. And that's S-H-A-Y-T-O-W-N Flying Solo. And that'll connect to my Instagram and things like that and my website. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we're going to have all these links in the show notes. So if you're traveling around, doing whatever you're doing, don't worry about it. Just head to the show notes and uh, we got you covered. And you'll be able to connect with the Shayla and, and uh, hook it up. So, all right, well, cool. Deshayla, I really appreciate you being on the show. I've learned a lot about Orlando. I got uh, a few more things on my bucket list when I come to visit. <laughs> so I'm going to look you up when I come out there and visit. And uh, hopefully we'll see you when we travel there. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. As a parent of young children, Orlando is always on our list of places to visit. But there's only so many times I want to visit a theme park. I like the thrill rides and seeing the smiles on our kids' faces as we see all the characters, but I also want grown-up experiences while on vacation. Big thanks to the Shayla for sharing some really cool experiences for when we visit Orlando. It's good to know that I don't have to travel to New York to see top-quality shows and musicals with my wife. Send me a tweet at We Travel There to share your favorite thing about Orlando, Florida. All the links we talked about today can be found at wetravelthere.com forward slash Orlando. And you can join the conversation in the We Travel There podcast community on Facebook to ask us questions about any of your upcoming destinations. Join us next time as we visit Arlington, Virginia with Kathy Forrest of thetriptakesus.net. We'll pay our respects to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier and the 9-11 Pentagon Memorials. Then we'll take in the views of the Washington, D.C. from the CEB Tower Observation Deck. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you subscribe that way you don't miss any of our upcoming destinations.